Lesgov, as we are in Oscar season. So I figured I'd do a quick little Oscar episode here in anticipation of the February 4th, 2nd, 9th, something. Coming up soon, Oscar presentation. And just to be clear, just to put it out there, this is the best lineup of Oscar-nominated films that I have seen in recent or memory in general. It's actually shocking how many really, actually, truly good films are amongst the best picture nominees. And this is the first one of the decade. You know, obviously it's four last decade because it's 2019 movies. But we're getting started. We're, we're ramping up. We're on our way. So that's a positive. I'm just going to run through some of these categories. Actor in a leading role, you know, you've got Antonio Banderas in Pain and Glory, didn't see it. Leonardo DiCaprio Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, practically the encapsulation of old Hollywood in DiCaprio's performance in that. It was fantastic. Adam Driver, Marriage Story, unbelievable. He's such a good actor. Former Marine, obviously he's Kylo Ren now, but the guy did such a good job in this movie, but he was amongst many people who did incredible career-defining work in this movie. So not the least of which the director and the lead actress and supporting actress. So might be a little tougher to stand out in that field, although he still, he did such a good job, Adam Driver. Amazing guy. Joaquin Phoenix, of course, just unbelievable performance in Joker, and it's going to be tough in my mind. It's going to be tough to see anybody else winning that. Any other year, I think DiCaprio or Adam Driver could take this, but Joaquin Phoenix really did something else in a comic book movie, <laughs> in a borderline comic book movie anyway. So that's how the Jonathan Price and the Two Popes, I didn't see it. I started at some point. I just, I don't know what it's about. It's probably about the scandal. But a lot of times, I just don't know where else they can go with that. And I don't want to sit there for two, two and a half hours through a story that I can already anticipate. And I could be completely wrong. I'll watch it at some point. But who knows? Maybe the guy did an incredible job and should win. Supporting, we've got Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes. The Tom Hanks one seems like a perfunctory (laughs) nomination. I don't know that you could do a whole lot with that particular character. But who knows? Maybe he was amazing. Anthony Hopkins. It's Anthony Hopkins. Again, Two Popes. Same thing see above what I said. Al Pacino and the Irishman. I heard uh, some people were heavily criticizing the way his accent changed throughout the movie. I didn't notice it as I was going through, so I can't speak on that, but I thought he had some great stuff. Like when he was eating the ice cream when the little guy was just <laughs> needling him and pissing him off. Thought that was great when he had some scenes with Robert De Niro where they're trying to work out, okay, what, what are we going to have to do in this situation? Those are good. Joe Pesci, he was kind of the standout to me in this movie in the Irishman because he was able to do so much without having to actually do a whole lot in something like Goodfellas which obviously I love but Goodfellas he had to be kind of loud and doing all the stuff to really get recognized there's that amazing scene when he's with his mom and they're talking to like can I borrow this knife and all that (laughs) it's so amazing but he did a lot of stuff in that but it was easier to recognize because he was doing so much in this it was more understated in the performance that he turned out so I really liked it and if I had to pick one I'd probably pick him although I love Al Pacino I love seeing him in in bigger movies after such an illustrious career and Brad Pitt I mean Brad Pitt really nailed it you don't know how much as he joked in his acceptance speech for the Golden Globes he didn't have to stretch all that much <laughs> just a, a guy who gets in fights and smokes weed and takes his shirt off there's not a whole bunch that he has to do that's a big stretch for him when it comes to that character but honestly I really think there was some some extra 
stuff that he did, like when he was being derided by the other people on set and uh, when he was challenging Bruce Lee in that one scene, it just seemed like he was doing a lot of extra stuff. And it seemed, it seemed like a real character, like a legitimately real character, not just Brad Pitt. So I could definitely see it going that way. Actress in a leading role, we got Cynthia Erivo in Harriet. I didn't see, every time an issue movie comes around where it's, again, where it's just like you can anticipate what the story's gonna be. It's like, look how amazing the protagonist is and she just overcomes all these odds. It's so boring. It's so meaningless. So I don't know about that, but maybe she deserves it. We'll see. Scarlett Johansson absolutely out of the park, blew it away. That one scene with Laura Dern, I mean, she did so well in this movie, in Marriage Story. I don't know, it, people might be disinterested in a movie like Marriage Story because they think, what does that have to do with me? I'm not married. <laughs> I don't care about a drama related to this, but if you're interested in film, just period, then you get to see so many things on display, so many excellent, incredible things on display. And just uh, Scarlett Johansson is one of those things that is absolutely incredible. She might be the standout thing of the whole movie. She just does such a good job. I mean, it's really a breakout incredible performance, and she's had some great performances already amidst all of her <laughs> action movies. Sosa Ronan, I would never discount her when it comes to the acting category. <laughs> I don't care what she's in. I don't care if that's in, it's that incredibly stupid movie. Where it was, what was it called? The Hole or something? No. It was the, the Host. That's what it was. She's a fantastic actress. There's no question about that. Uh, Little Women is, of course, a remake of a remake. Maybe they just based it on the book. I don't know. But it's not exactly inspired. It's not exactly just going to the ends of creativity to make something new here. It's a remake of a remake. It's something we've seen before. So, I don't know. Maybe she knocks it out of the park. Who knows? Charlize Theron. Bombshell Charlize Theron. Obviously, she brings it 100% no matter what. Bombshell, I am looking forward to it, although I'm kind of sick of the Hollywood progressive swampy over everything nonsense I just I have a feeling I know what the posture is going to be and it's just gonna be mostly about exhibiting that and like the virtue and the progressivism or whatever instead of a balanced interesting telling of a story that you can be surprised by so I just I don't know and that's a lot of it is the question about a movie is can I possibly be surprised by this movie or am I just going to be sitting there waiting for it to end and so why take the time anyway so I don't know, maybe it turns out good. Renee Zellweger, Judy, I don't even know what that is. She's had some great ones historically, so maybe she really does well on this one. Supporting role, Kathy Bates, Richard Jewell. I did not see that. That's Clint Eastwood's latest movie, right? I did not see it, So, but Kathy Bates, of course. I mean, are you kidding me? Marriage Story, Laura Dern. Honestly, I could, I 100% would be totally happy if Laura Dern wins for Marriage Story. That would be amazing. She deserves it. She's been there for a long time. I remember her in Blue Velvet and then Jurassic Park, big breakout one. And she's just been killing it for a long, long time, even if she was purple-haired lady who drove her spaceship into other spaceships. Marriage Story, absolutely, <laughs> she is redeemed 100%. She killed it in this, in playing that kind of mixture of therapist and shady lawyer in, in Marriage Story. It's just, it's really well done. Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit. Of course, this one's, a, it's a little more straightforward, because she's like kind of a secret resistance in the midst of Nazi Germany, and she does a lot, and she's excellent in it it's just it doesn't stretch all that much not as compared to like her role in marriage story or i think laura dern's role in marriage story i just don't think there was as much to it as there is in those those performances so it, it's really good though i mean that movie in general is just amazing florence Pugh, i she's new i loved her in midsummer she was fantastic with her sad face it was beautiful <laughs> 
<laughs> I want to see her do incredible things, and this seems to be a start of it, getting a nomination so early in her career, so that's great. Well, I didn't see it. I don't know. Like I said, it's a remake of a remake. Who knows if it's good? Margot Robbie, she's excellent. She did a fantastic job in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I know there's all the talk about her not having a lot of lines, but she was fantastic in that, and she's been fantastic in everything I've seen her in. So, I mean, I know, like, there's no hate amidst the supporting role actresses. <laughs> I would be perfectly fine with any of them. Animated feature, we're totally skipping because those are pointless and perfunctory. It's just the five movies that came out get nominated. Cinematography, we'll keep going. I just bought The Lighthouse, so I can't wait to see that. So we'll, I can't wait to see what that looks like. Costume, directing, Scorsese, Todd Phillips for Joker, Sam Mendes, 1917, Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite, Bong Joon-ho. Honestly, I would really love it if I could see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino win for this, or Bong Joon-ho. Those two are the only ones I'm okay with winning in this category. I mean, Scorsese is always brilliant, but this movie, it seemed like it's not sticking with me. I'm not sitting around thinking about it like I am the other movies on the list. And Joker was a great movie. It's just, I don't know that the director really set himself aside or apart from the other directors, you know, when it came to building a, a movie around a concept. And Quentin Tarantino absolutely did that. He's my number one. And Parasite Bong Joon-ho did that too. He did something really interesting, so I could see that. I haven't seen 1917 yet, but I, I'm concerned that it's on the gimmick track you know it's like the the one shot thing is giving it a lot more than it would otherwise get so i want to see once upon a time in hollywood win if not that parasite for directing documentary again the whatever five documentaries came out they get the nomination so who cares <laughs> <laughs> that's so toxic i shouldn't be saying that music will just skip on by that one best picture and this will be the last one okay so best picture we've got ford versus ferrari this one is kind of the standard hollywood fair overcoming you know competition the working hard and all that stuff it was a fantastic movie it was so enjoyable it was just a basic hollywood movie enjoyable hollywood movie it's got a ford gt40 which is just i mean excellent performance by that thing so it's <laughs> overall great movie but i would never see it winning best picture and i don't think it should uh, the irishman like i said before it's not one of those movies that sticks with you it was enjoyable it was scorsese kind of capping off this genre of film which is great but it, it just didn't seem to get over the hump on that one taika, taika waktiti how, how do i say his name again <laughs> i don't know but jojo rabbit was fantastic it was one of the few great comedy movies that will enter the pantheon of comedy movies that have come out you know in recent memory it was just so enjoyable it was so well done the pacing was great the tone was great there were so many great scenes that were just so enjoyable to watch and it was amazing he was able to get the kids to do to elicit such great performances from the kids which is a really tough thing to do overall i would not be mad if that one won joker i would not be mad if that one won either it was just overall it was so surprising and did so much and especially after the venom movie which was really just a superhero movie kind of cloaked in it's venom though and he's a bad guy you know which was really annoying and it was really a bad movie anyway joker really went the route of this is a villain and I'm going to make this a villain and we're going to explore this villain and just sit down and enjoy it. And so there was a lot of surprising stuff. It was the performance is incredible. I wouldn't be mad if that one won. Little Women didn't see it. You know, maybe it's amazing. Marriage Story. I would not be mad if that one won. Like I said, it's a really complex management of characters and reality and it really gets across what it's trying to get across. It really does it well. So I wouldn't be mad seeing Noah Baumbach getting a best picture on that.
that one. 1917, that one won for the Golden Globes, right, for Best Picture. So it might be the favorite, and Sam Mendes is Sam Mendes. He's just been putting in work for a long time. I don't know. I It seems like I'll go see it, I'll like it a lot, and then I'll forget it. So I'm not sure that I want to see that one getting a Best Picture. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood would absolutely love it. That's my favorite movie of the year, no question. I would absolutely love it if it got Best Picture to cap the whole Hollywood history off, and we can try to see where this film thing is going to go from here. I 100% want that movie to win. I think it's the best picture of the year. And Parasite, love it, wouldn't be mad if it won. It's the most unique movie amongst these movies. It's very unique. It's a, It's got a different patterns. It's got different pacing. It's got different character reactions and the way the characters are. The tone is a little different and the payoffs are way different. It's it's just really unique filmmaking. So I appreciate that. Anyway, that's the, so that's the Oscars. I went through the main categories. That Those are my thoughts. I don't know what anybody else thinks about this, but I genuinely think that this is the best lineup that I have seen in a long time. I went through the last decade, and I can definitely say this is the best lineup in the last decade. <laughs> so anything beyond that, I'm not sure. But for sure, within the last decade, this is the best lineup we've had. I mean, there are so many just thoroughly enjoyable movies and good movies and destined to be classic movies as opposed to just filled with a bunch of forgettable movies that are either popular or just safe nominees. You know, these ones are genuinely good movies. I mean, everything from Ford vs. Ferrari, a genuinely good movie, although somewhat forgettable. Two things that will stand the test of time, like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Joker and Marriage Story, Jojo Rabbit, Parasite, all those are right there, bam, in your face. So I'm happy. I'm happy that we're starting off the decade this way, and I hope it <laughs> keeps going. We get to see more good movies. And given all the pessimism that ends up what I talk about, a whole bunch of stuff, all the pessimism that comes out, I'm very happy to be optimistic about where film might be going from here. So we'll see. But anyway, this was the last coffee house. Hope all is well. I hope you have a good day, and I'll see you on the next one. Okay, bye.